The Performance Motorsports Network presents Burning Rubber Radio. Burning Rubber, baby! I know what the tradition is. You don't even have to explain it. And here it is. Burning Rubber, baby! Now, from the White Lightning TV studios in Statesville, North Carolina, here is your host, Andy DeLay. Burning Rubber, baby! You're listening to the fastest 60 minutes in motorsports, Burning Rubber Radio. I'm your host, Andy DeLay, along beside Wayne Owens today. Yes, Tonight, sir. whenever yes, you're sir. listening, here on the Tan Talk Radio Network, wingding.tv. Of course, all the fine folks out in Elk Mountain, Wyoming, who I'm just loving that they're <laughs> listening to our show, Wayne. That's so cool. Of course, WTHU-FM and uh, folks on Frontier Country, thank you all for mm-hmm. listening. Uh, Radio St. Pete and uh, just everywhere you're listening to Burning Rubber Radio. Fixing to have some fun, right, bud? Yeah, we are, buddy. We have got something unique as far as um, <clears throat> as far as a guest goes this week. I think I think John said it's a a jet dragster. Yeah, jet dragster driver, and I I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name because you know <laughs> I always screw this stuff up, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I'm not. I'm, we're we're gonna we're gonna take your responsibility of foreign pronunciation off. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have another cigarette oh man you know what um hey that that's how us old school radio folk do it you know we gotta sit here and hold our cigarette while we talk on the radio oh i guess <laughs> i guess i'm not old school enough anyway <sighs> no tr- tr- <laughs> trust me if, if you go back and look at the way studios were ran back in the day and everything like that and i'm sure even even some of our affiliates that have been around, you know, the folks that have been in radio there for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years, they'll tell you, you know, back in the day, you used to sit there, hold the cigarette, be like, well, I mean, I want to teach you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess I wouldn't have fit in, man. But anyway, <laughs> who's well, our guest? Don Purdue is coming on with us here. And that, and that's a name that even you can pronounce. Yeah, Purdue is pretty easy. <laughs> and Jet Dragster Driver is easy enough, too, man. Right. Yeah, she gets out. I think I think it's something where she gets out on the water and does this stuff. So, like, they're doing 300-plus miles an hour on something that can, not, that can actually get you hurt real quick. Oh, wow, man. Got to love that stuff. Also, no, uh, we're, we're teaming up again with Alex Pignon. Am I saying mm. that correctly? Pignon. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, Alex is out of Italy. He's coming to the U.S. and going to be doing some uh, ARCA, NASCAR racing and all that stuff. And Burning Rubber Radio was exclusively going to be following him and bringing that to you folks out there about how someone he, – he was a superbike champion, I guess, yeah. motorcycles out in uh, Italy, and he's going to be coming to the U.S. So it should be pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be some really good stuff to see what Alex has going on for him here. Uh, working with uh, working with Ed Cox and all the folks over at, uh, at at Ed's racing team and Joey Coulter, I hear. Yeah, and Joey a little bit too. Drive refined. Yeah, and uh, so Joey's Joey's going to get uh, Alex a little drive refine, and uh, so we'll see what happens there when he gets uh, gets a hold of a crew chief and everything like that. And uh, and and some and you know what? Some sad news too. I got to bring it up here, and I'm and I'm Uh-oh. gonna I'm gonna call out the person that did this. I don't know who you oh, are. No. But Joey's Joey's racing Facebook page got hacked the other day. And, oh man, come on! Yeah, so uh, I, I highly doubt you're li- they're listening to the radio show. But I'm going to say it right now: whoever you are, do yourself a favor, give it back to the guy who owns it because it's not yours. 
Yeah, you, this is what I have to say to that person right there, buddy. Whoop, <laughs> if you're watching on wingding.tv, I gave him the old Kentucky howdy. Yes, sir. Read between the lines, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, with that said here, folks, we're going to step aside. We're going to take our first foreign fuel. And when we come back, we're going to be getting into some news of the week, including Chris Busher getting number three. Yeah. I'm Andy DeLay, and you're listening to Burning Rubber Radio on the Performance Motorsports Network. Want to maximize your driving potential? Drive Refine is the driver optimization program for you. Led by NASCAR winning driver Joey Coulter. No matter if you race locally, nationally, or on a simulator, with a little or a lot of experience, Drive Refine focuses on your tuning scale to optimize communication between the driver and their crew chief. Visit DriveRefine.com for more information today. Hey, this is former NASCAR driver Joey Coulter. This isn't your typical driver coaching. This is Drive Refine. Burning Rubber Radio is social. Like the show at Facebook.com forward slash Burning Rubber Radio. Follow on Twitter at Twitter.com forward slash BRR underscore PMN. And on Instagram at Instagram.com forward slash Burning Rubber Radio. Now back to more Burning Rubber. And we are back on Burning Rubber Radio on the Performance Motorsports Network, Tantalk Radio Network, Wingding.tv. And all over the world on all sorts of different radio affiliates. And uh, Andy, I got to tell you, buddy, the, this past weekend we we started the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs in very interesting fashion. We did. First off, our buddy Chris Busher collects his second win of the season. Third, folks. third, third. What am I saying? Yeah, excuse me. Third win of the season. Oh my gosh, smack me. Anyway, yeah. uh. <laughs> It's good stuff, man. Chris, we've followed ever since way back in the Arca days. Mm -hmm. I'm talking 10 years or more ago. It's good to see him win. And I tell you what, that flip down the backstretch was crazy Saturday night. Yeah, it was. And because um, I was listening to the race while I was going down the road. And uh, all when I heard um, when I heard MRN go insane over the fact that Ryan Priest had crashed. And, and Ryan, another good friend of the show who we followed for oh, a yeah. long time. And, uh, you know, I think I, I think it was something where they counted like 11 flips end over end. And actually the way it was described, and if you go back, if you saw the race or if you've seen the highlight video since then, uh, the way it was described, it looked like he literally did pirouettes in the air 11 yeah. times. It's crazy. He got out of the car, says a lot for the Gen 7 car, mm -hmm. really, especially the new stuff that's happened, you know, the that they've done to the car to make it safer. But they threw him on the stretcher and made him go get uh, checked out at the hospital. And he's fine, folks. Uh, yep. Ryan is out of the hospital. But, Wayne, we're talking about that Gen, Gen 7 car. No one's saying anything, any, anything about this, but on lap 96 – um, Ryan Blaney mm -hmm. turned directly into the wall in turn mm -hmm. four yep. around the same spot where Dale senior was killed. Yep. And it was the same type of impact. Yep. The soft wall, the helmet, the seat, the new, the belts and the new car saved his life. Cause he just blew it off. Yeah, no, exactly. You, and you're not kidding about that either. And I, and that's another one I remember hearing very well about, uh, and, and because at that point in time, you know, they were racing four wide 
for almost yeah. what was it, ten laps around Daytona, and and honestly, I'm surprised that they were able to hold it four wide for that long around Daytona, knowing how knowing how bottlenecked it can get coming out of the trioval into one and two. And but you're right, when Blaney went sideways and made impact with that same spot in the, in the safer barrier that Earnhardt hit the concrete on directly. Had it not been for that Hans device, had it not been for those six-point harnesses, had it not That's been right. for those brand-new seats that are, uh, you know, developed by, um, 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 oh, God, what's his name? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm losing track of names now. Um, LaJoy seat? LaJoy, yeah. Had, had it not been, you know, the seats that were designed by Randy LaJoy, you know, stuff like that. And then, of course, the, the benefits of this Gen 7 car with the updates to the impact and the things like that. The new front clip. Exactly. Had it not yep. been for that we very well could have heard something much, much different after that crash. Oh, my gosh. If there was no soft wall there, no Hans device, just those two things, even with some of the other stuff, that would have killed Blaney it all day long. It would have. It would have easily. And honestly, now, and this is the one time, you know, I, I will be straight up with this. This is the one time I will give massive props to NASCAR for, oh, yeah. for their safety innovations. Very much so. They did. They took the car back to Concord, North Carolina mm -hmm. to check it out and study it after that wreck. And they also pulled Priest's car back there. What was left of it yeah. anyway. Yeah. And, well, and you know what? I saw, you know, speaking of Priest's crash too, going back to that for a second, I, I remember seeing something on Twitter. I was looking at it, uh, matter of fact, yesterday afternoon, where if, if you think about it, because the, the older, like even the Gen 6 car, it didn't have that bottom skirt underneath mm -hmm. the car. It was literally just open air down there. And with this Gen 7 car having that skirt under there, much like what IndyCar has and that carbon fiber skirting down there, it's something that allows these cars to get air a lot quicker. And so something like that, had that not been there, we very well may have not likely seen him uh, flip like that. I don't know. You know, they're going to have to look at that because, you know, we all saw it. the car got sideways at well, probably somewhere around 190 miles an hour. 195. 195. Yeah, it got sideways as soon as the air got under it. It was takeoff time, folks. Mm-hmm. That it was. And uh, so, I mean, it's it's just one of those things where you've got to you've got you've got to caution Caution to the wind in that case, but be very, mm -hmm. you know, be very careful regardless of what you're doing at that point. Um, but with that said here, let's move on to one other topic here real quick. Two things we got to touch on here, and that being the Xfinity Series, Andy, and Justin Allgaier, literally a photo finish with Sheldon yeah. Creed this past weekend. He won by point zero 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 five seconds, which is less than half a bumper. Uh, at Daytona, what a race! Yeah, that it, sadly that was one that I didn't get a chance to listen to like I wanted to. Uh, so yeah, the fact that it's a photo finish and what was it again? Point zero 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 five. Wow. Three zeros and then a five. Five ten thousandths of a second. <laughs> like like, like yeah. I, I mean, you you would have to be in super slow mo to be able to pick that one up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, Cause even all he didn't know he'd won. He, as soon as they cross start finish line, he go, did I win? Did I win? Right. He didn't know. You couldn't tell. Right. And well, and I, I think the only other finish that was ever that close was, uh, 
what was it? It was Kurt Busch and somebody else back in. Uh, oh yeah, now you're gonna tell you're gonna tell me I'm gonna forget his name at Darlington. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, I, I think it was the uh, it was it wasn't Ricky Rudd, was it? Uh, Not Ricky Rudd. No. Um, gotcha. He's from Connecticut. I can tell you that much. The yeah. driver, I can see his face. Yeah, I, I, or I have a feel. I, I I feel like I know who it is, and I, the name escapes. I me. do too. But, I'll tell you uh, in a minute when it hits me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I th- that that was a closer finish than that one because even Kurt's photo finish was like point zero nine seven when it right. comes to uh, being at the line. So the fact that we had something that Ricky close. Craven. See, I told you it, it was a Ricky. Ricky I was close. It was close. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But good stuff for uh, good stuff for uh, um, Justin Allgaier all the way around to start off the NASCAR Xfinity Series playoffs next week coming up at Dar- no, this week. Yeah, two races. They got two more races. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Parker Kligerman, our buddy, just moved into the last transfer spot in that. By the way, which is good stuff to hear. And Parker also announced he's coming back again next year for a full season in the Xfinity Series. Wow! Hey, yeah. PK, there you go, buddy. All right, good stuff for PK. Uh, one last one we're going to touch on here real fast. And, you know, we talked about this on the show last week about how GMS Racing, sadly, is going to be closing down operation yeah, right. at the end of this season. But Grant Enfinger, got to give it to him, buddy. Another friend of the show and uh, getting a big emotional win in Milwaukee for GMS. That's right, man. He he took that truck and ran away from everybody. But Grant Enfinger, I guess he's considered an old man in the sport now. He's been around forever, and uh, he's getting it done this year. He's my pick to win it all in the truck series, by the way. You know what? If I had to make a pick, I, I, I've, I've seen a lot from folks this year in the truck series. If I had to, If I had to make a pick to win the championship – if not Grant Hosevar. Buddy, just because we know Carson Hosevar mm-hmm. and he was a part, you know, I was telling the guys on my social medias today, Carson Hosevar, they're all talking about, yeah, he's going to be in the 42 car or 43 car, whatever, this weekend at Darlington. Which we'll for touch his on first later cup on. start. Yeah, for his first cup start. So. And I'm like, I know where he got to start. He got to start with me and Bobby Dale Earnhardt and our sim racing team, uh-huh. Legacy Motorsports. Yep. <laughs> and now he and- was just a snotty-nosed <laughs> kid running with you know us, and he wanted to be part of our team. And now he's going to make his first Cup Series start. I am so proud of Carson. Super proud of him. And and you know you know where the tie-in comes into that, right, Andy? Let's hear it. So think about it for a second. In in the sim world, he was racing under Bobby uh, Bobby Dale Earnhardt's Legacy Esports, whereas now his start this weekend at Darlington is going to be for Legacy Motor Club. That's what I think is so <laughs> cool, man. I'm going to reach out to him and just, uh, hey, don't forget the legacy you got your start at, buddy. <laughs> oh man it's good stuff all the way around well folks we are going to step aside we're going to take our next foreign fuel and when we come back we're going to have our guest of the week don purdue on i'm captain jeff figures from florida fishing and adventures do you want to constantly catch more fish spend less time changing baits if so monster 3x baits jigs and scents are the answer 
Monster 3X baits are tough, durable, and resistant, which allows you to catch more fish per bait. The combination of the Monster 3X lure with the Procure Bait Super Scent, you would be landing more fish right away. Whether it's the Monster 3X Ultra Soft or the X Swim lures, Swim Shad, Paddle Tails, Crawfish, or the X Frog, Monster 3X, you'll always find it in my tackle box. Visit our website at burningrubberradio.com for recipes from the NASCAR chef, John Dix, and more great content. Now back to more Burning Rubber Radio. And we are back on Burning Rubber Radio on the Performance Motorsports Network, Tantalk Radio Network, Wingding.tv. Wayne Owens, Andy DeLay sitting right here with you. In fact, uh, Andy, you know what? We just figured out something while we were on commercial break here. And, oh, what did uh, we figure out? Not, not to infringe on any trademarks, but the fact that you're law enforcement and I'm an Uber driver, we're a real-to-life Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, but you're not driving around in a badass Trans Am. <laughs> hey, just because I ain't got a Trans Am and, and instead I got a Rav Four, don't mean I can be badass. <laughs> At uh, least my cruiser has the top on it, unlike the Sheriff Buford T. Justices. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> God knows Buford lost the top on that car so many times. <laughs> oh my gosh! So uh, anyway. Uh, let's yeah. get eastbound and down here, brother. Yeah, buddy, eastbound and down, and let's get our guest on the horn for the week here, and that being one Don Purdue, Jet Dragster. Don, welcome to Burning Rubber Radio. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, we we this is one we've been looking forward to for a little oh, bit yeah. because you know Jet Dragsters, we don't hear very much about it in the world of motorsports. So for for the uninitiated, what is a Jet Dragster? So a jet dragster is actually, if you if you look at the top fuel class, it's pretty much like a top, like the the body of it's a top fueler, like the whole chassis part of it, at the front from like the cockpit to the front to where the front tires are, and then the, the rear of it is actually a jet engine, which my car is actually a uh, engine out of a Sabre liner uh, fighter airplane, and it's a, it, the engine itself is called um, a J60 Pratt and Whitney. So it's actually a jet engine out of a fighter airplane that is hooked to the back of me. And we are pulling um, about 5 Gs going down the track and a negative 7 Gs when I pull the chutes. So when you go to this track, all you hear is that you feel like you're on an airplane and hearing these things wind up, but it's actually hooked to the back of us. I, I was going to say, I, I almost feel like I'm hearing Top Gun going <laughs> off at the same time. You know, <laughs> you, know you, 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 you hear them going off like... <laughs> <laughs> right exactly yeah so every time i want an airplane like when i go flying somewhere like that that initial when they 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 take off i feel like i'm like man i feel like i'm in my jet dragster but not as fast but it's like every time i'm on there i, I it's like a joy ride for me oh yeah <laughs> uh, so, so so cool so with so with that jet dragster and you were telling us too we were we were talking a little bit before we went on the air here that you know the top top is the, the highest speed you've hit on top end is something close to 300 miles an hour? You are correct. Um, the fastest I've been in a quarter mile is five. It's five seconds, 5.27 at 299 miles per hour. Wow. Yes. That, that's I mean, right there. That's under. It's a little under top fuel, but that's right at alcohol. Right. I mean, I mean, that's, speed, I mean, that's, like, that's like 20 miles an hour off a of top fuel. But alcohol is right. right there, I think. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is, you know, these things, um, you know, there's there's not many of us out there, but um, of course, you know, we, we don't have no class that we could like compete against each other, but we are, when we're in the lane beside each other, we, we are competing between ourselves. But, right. um, you know, these things, um, you know, we are, the dragsters, that the ones I drive, um, we cannot go any faster than 315 and a quarter mile per NHRA. Mm-hmm. And then you guys mm-hmm. have, if you've ever seen those, um, the funny cars, the funny yep. cars are like 250, oh, yeah. 270. And then the jet trucks, like the semi trucks with the three engines and stuff there. So they are restricted to run only like close to 200 miles per hour. So there's something that we like, we could actually compete with, you know, the top fuel people, but we are, we are, we are governed at a certain point where we can't go any faster because these these bad boys, the dragster I drive, they are only weigh between eleven hundred and thirteen hundred pounds. Wow, with, that's Power with that's with the engine on it. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, then, so we're super light. Hear? So anything crosswinds, anything over fifteen mile per hour crosswinds, these things are wild. Like you know, if you ever watch these things, like if like you know, we get under the like going so fast with this thrust and being super light. Um, we can take off. Like if you see these, mm-hmm. sometimes you would see these videos where these cars, like they take a hard left or right out of nowhere, no reason at all. It's just, they just have a mind of their own and they're pretty, and of course, you know, people say, oh, these things are super dangerous and, and they are, they are any, you know, any racing is dangerous, but we are so super light out there. We don't have no transmission. We just have that. We just have the fuel that I run on the car that's on board. It's about 18 to 20 gallons. But when I'm, I burn, so I, the, the tank that I have in the car, it's it's about 20 gallons. Right. But after I do all that fire show and the banging before I stage the car, um, I I burn between 18 and 20 gallons per run. Oh, so when I get wow. the top in there, it's super light. It's about, you know, 1,200, 1,300 pounds. Well, one thing I have to point out, Wayne, did you catch what she says? Only 200 miles an hour? Yeah, only 200 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, we got, you know we got to have the safety it aspect. It is true. It. It's a true fact, you know, when people say, you know, you're never satisfied. It's almost like a drug. Like, mm-hmm. when you go 299, that's still not fast enough. So it's definitely, um, when I say 200, it's like, oh my gosh. I was like, that. Like in my mind, it's like, oh, we can go faster. We can go faster. <laughs> so you're never satisfied with going 209. Once you go 300, you're going to want to go 315, you know. So you're, it's we're never satisfied. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing for sure. If I just went 100. 175 and a quarter mile, much less 200. They better have a garden hose there at the start finish line to clean out the cockpit of the car. I'm serious. Oh, 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 you mean like it's Charlotte? Let's not bring that up. Anyway, and I didn't oh, do dear. that, Charlotte. Anyway, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, so, we'll, we'll tell you that story off the air, Don. Okay, oh, yeah, gosh. I would love to hear this. Oh, anyway, that's, you know, that's, that's moving, yeah. especially considering there's no transmission in there. So nope. you're just basically along for the ride. Pretty much. So to speak. Yes, you are. Yeah. And if you look, and I'm looking at a picture of your car here, the orange one in the 2023 <laughs> jet schedule picture. And mm-hmm. uh, the front wheels are like a top fuel dragster. They're very Correct. little, those little bicycle wheel looking things. So you don't have a lot of contact patch to steer it. No. no. And, and the thing is, when I'm driving down the track, 
the fuel is at my hands and not my feet. So you have to learn that in your head of driving all your years of driving, the fuel is at my hands. I have two brake, I have front brakes and back brakes just to stage the car. So I'm holding 5,000 pounds of thrust with my feet while I'm staging the car. But then you have your fuel at your right hand, and you have your afterburner, which when, which is when and you have to keep so you have to keep your hand, your left hand on the steering wheel. And there's an after button, afterburner button, and you hit that. And as so, soon as you see that first light, you 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 hit that button and you're gone. Oh, and wow. there's three wow. things that you have to do at the same time when you leave that line. You have to jam the fuel forward, you hit the hit the burner, plus your feet have to go away from the both brake pedals all at the same time. Oh, like wow. it has to be on a string. So you have to do all three of those things at the same time when you leave the line. You, you, that That's crazy. You know, uh, of course, we're a, Wayne and I are some NASCAR guys, so mm-hmm. we know, right. actually know Tony Stewart pretty well which is now he's oh, out cool. there yeah he's running with you all with his wife leah pruitt i know he's running some uh you need to strap tony in one of these things <laughs> right yeah you should he probably would love that yeah i don't oh, I, I, gosh, I, i've yeah. seen him out there and stuff like that at certain events and stuff uh, I, I i give him big props what he's doing you know they're good 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 teams and stuff like that but yeah you should tell him say you know what one time you should try this jet because it's something you never experienced he's driving that top fuel and stuff like that but like um uh what's his name um oh i forgot his name but well, there was a couple of top fuel teams like has have gotten one in the these dragsters and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it, it's something to experience our cars are pretty much like a thrill ride like that's what i say that they are you know there's it's all thrust it feels like somebody's pushing us from behind there's not really any movement on the track it's just wherever you're pointed wherever i point myself that's where i'm going right. you cannot you cannot move that steering wheel and to correct yourself or you're going to be in the wall. Right. Um, that's the bad thing about these things. Like, they're very finicky. Where, like, you have to point to where you're going, and, you know, hopefully you're pointed straight. And if <laughs> not, you're just, you know, you are you either have to lift and hope to and pray that you make it to the finish line. So, right. <laughs> but well, I think well, it would be a cool idea for him to get in one of these and try these bad boys out. Me too. I think it would be really <laughs> cool. We're going to reach out to Tony and tell him the, the, that you have an invite out to him. And, uh, yeah, see tell, what he hey, says. tell him, hey, we got the wicked sensation. He, he's more than welcome to come out and try, try one of these bad boys out. And, and you know what that that you know that brings up another valid point too, as far as like trying things out. Like I, I had a chance to many years ago, uh, well, a couple of years ago actually, go down to the NHRA four wides, and I oh. I, I can I can tell you oh, yeah. from beyond a shadow of a doubt that is that is one of the greatest experiences that any mm. fan can ever and, and media too that can ever experience when it comes to the NHRA. And I learned a very right. valuable lesson that day, Dawn, and that's called bring your earmuffs. <laughs> that's um, right. Oh, that's very loud. Oh, very. Yeah, don't don't breathe around the pit stalls where they're got that meth, methane or whatever. Oh, dude, right. the, sm- the smell of the nitromethane is it, 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 it's an aphrodisiac. Killer. It's an aphrodisiac. It's an a- <clears throat> okay, folks. It's, didn't know that. That's for, it is anyway. Oh, that, trust me, that that that's talk for off the air. But we'll leave it at that. Uh, but no, the reason I say the reason I say the whole bring ear protection thing. Uh, I actually had come back up from uh, from Pitt Road right there at uh, Z-Max Dragway and had gotten up the stairs and was right at the top end of the racetrack 
right as Top Fuel was, speaking of Top oh. Fuel, ironically, was coming down for their uh, uh, first uh, first round pass. And idiot me forgot my ear protection. So yeah, I've got four screaming Top Fuel cars coming at me at 340 miles an hour. And you want to talk about death. I could not hear anything for at least 30 minutes. Well, that proves that, that you are as brutal. dumb as you look, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's intense. You definitely, yeah, especially, I mean, it's, it's, it's bad enough having two going down the track mm-hmm. at a normal, regular, you know, uh, track. But four wide, when you have four, yeah, you're, you're definitely hurting. Yeah, no, it, 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 by, the, by the time I got back up to the media center, I'm just kind of like, can I yeah, hear you? Yeah, there's no Can ears. I hear you? All you can <laughs> All you can hear is woo that yeah. high tone in your ah. So uh, you know a, a little a, something a little more serious. I do believe a few years ago there was a jet fuel dragster, a lady that was killed doing this. Am I correct? You are correct. That's actually one of my um, one of my teammates. I used to race for oh. a four girl four girl jet team in Florida, and oh, her man. name was Kat Moeller. Um, and yeah, in 2018, yeah, got, you know, she lost, I have actually lost, I lost someone this year from a jet dragster, um, accident, Alzi, and then Kat Moller, yeah, she got killed. She was, she was in her twenties and everything like that. It was a freak accident and, um, it was actually really nothing really to do with the jet. There's something on the track that, um, came back and, you know, of course take her life Mm. and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, these things, um, you know, uh, we've had someone, yeah, pass away. We got killed this year, just actually a couple months ago, one of my buddies, and he was like, oh, uh, 60 some years old. And then last, last year we had that, um, shockwave, um, jet truck get killed at an mm-hmm. air show. So these things are, you know, at one time we were banned from the jet world a long time ago and stuff like that. But these things, there's, there's, there's 20 plus probably more of us. And, and there's a lot of people over in Australia and air and Canada and all that stuff like that. But there's, you know, you kind of look at this stuff and when you kind of like when this happens, to you know, because these things, if they hit the wall, they we just explode and like it's just really yeah. ugly when the like any any accident is ugly. Um, but these things, I mean, there's just, there's nothing to them. And then we're hooked to a jet jet powered uh, you know engine and these just i mean if you watch us go down track i mean it's on fire on the coming out the back of the pipe so like you can only imagine if we hit something the fuel was right beside us and we just explode and you know it's it's very most of the time it's very tragic and by the way, yeah. folks, if you're uh, if you're just uh, joining us here on Burning Rubber Radio, we're talking with Wicked Sensation Motorsports driver Don Perdue, a jet dragster, and uh, and and Don. So you know, a couple of a couple of final questions here because Andy, Andy sure. was curious about one thing here too. Uh, Wicked Sensation, how did that oh, come yeah. to be? Oh, you know what? So that has nothing to do with Dawn. So I, <laughs> so um, the owner Scott Ariaga, he is was based out of Tucson, Arizona. So this car has been on the East Coast um, for the past three years. Oh wow! So I am not too sure. I've never like so I've been driving this car for the past three years, mm-hmm. and I I know about the Wicked, but I have no idea where why he came up. There was a lot of Wicked stuff going around. Like of course people would call people you know Wicked uh, Willie and stuff like that. I don't know why he came up with that name. And you know what? You guys are actually the first ones to ever ask me why he called that name because I really can't answer that. <laughs> well, there was, a, a back so, in the day, back in the early 1990s, uh, one of my favorite guitarists, George Lynch, he had a song called Wicked Sensation. Yes. I was curious if that was... 
Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe that's the reason. Maybe that's the reason because actually he told me a couple months ago and I started playing it for my like um my social media on the stories oh, and stuff. Right. I was like, "Now I, I was like, now I play that song for a lot of the music <laughs> I, I love that song. <laughs> that is a great song." So maybe nice. that's the reason why I'll have to ask him that, but he he brought me on to that guy and that song and stuff like that and I love it. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Very very cool stuff. Well, Don it has been an absolute blast oh, getting yeah. to talk to you here on the show this week. And, 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 and trust me, folks, it's been like a jet engine. We're just blasting away. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended, mind you. Uh, <laughs> real, no quick, problem. But, real quick, uh, when, uh, before we uh, get out of here, we, we want to ask you, who makes things happen for you? Who's your sponsors? I, we actually don't have no sponsors. It's out of our pocket. So wow. um, it's pretty much myself and my jet owner, Scott Ariaga, and my parents, Charlie Purdue, and a few of his people from out there, um, um, Tucson, Arizona. But besides that, it's out of our pocket. No sponsors. Why Always looking that, for why, sponsors. Why does that name sound familiar, Charlie Purdue? Was he a racer himself? Yes, he was. That, I, I thought so. That, mostly, mostly dirt stuff, right? Um, no, actually, he was. It, it was actually quarter mile racing. Quarter okay. mile racing. So there might maybe there's another one in the dirt racing too. Okay. No, <laughs> Wayne's cool. got food on his mind. He's thinking of Purdue <laughs> chicken. <laughs> is, is that oh probably the Purdue chicken? Yes. And actually, I wish I was related because maybe I would get some good like sponsorship with that. But right, yeah, right. As far as I know, oh, yeah. I'm not related to the chicken man. <laughs> oh, people man. have. People have asked me if I would, you know, if I have a sponsor for Purdue Chicken and then put the jet as a big chicken. I said, well, do you put some feathers on there and stuff like that going down there, fast chicken or the wicked chicken or something. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wayne, we got to get her in on the tradition, buddy. Yes, we do. Okay, so, Dawn, do you, do you follow the roundy rounds at all? Um, A little bit, but not too much. I um, I have some friends that are into it and stuff like that, and uh, but um, yeah, not okay. too many people. And well, do you do you happen to know who Kenny Wallace is? Yes. Okay, so Kenny Wallace, the old Herm, started a tradition for us back in 2008. Yes, we've been around that long. We're we're, we're, we're old as we're That's old so as cool. Uh, <laughs> he started a tradition for us at Kentucky Speedway back then. Grabbed the mic out of Andy's hand and said, "Your show's burning rubber, baby!" At the top of his lungs, like literally, just screamed it out for the masses to hear. And the oh. cool part is those three words right there, "burning rubber, baby." The cool part to that tradition now, with every driver we've had do it, either gets an extra two tenths on the racetrack or guaranteed race wins. No way. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've That's had we've had an IMSA driver we've had an IMSA driver get three back to back wins after <laughs> getting that shout. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's awesome. Shoot. So, I mean that must be something maybe I need to start doing that. Well I don't yeah, you know the thing is with me, I you know, of course, you know, you know, we're just uh we're all for show with the jet dragster, mm -hmm. so I you know, I mean I it's yeah, but um that would be cool. That that's cool. Well, hey, if any, if anything, even though it's just for show, you know, you could probably set a record ET with that shout. You know what? I have a race coming up in in a couple weeks. Like actually, next weekend I'll be at Cecil County Dragway in Maryland. I will do that, and I'll make a video for it. And I can tag tag. I think I have yeah somebody on there, and then yeah, 
we'll see what happens. All right. Well, we'll we want get, you we'll, to do it right now. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it from you over the phone oh my too. God. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Everyone does it. <laughs> so. I'm gonna hurt your. It's gonna hurt your ears. <laughs> Please. Hey, go ahead. Go right ahead. So I just say burning rubber. What? Burning rubber, baby. Burning rubber, baby. Burning rubber, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's not that new... loud. Oh, that's it's great. Probably, that's gonna be, be louder, a new right? ET. <laughs> that that a that's record. that's gonna get Dawn a record ET at her next race coming up in Maryland, folks. And with that said, again, Dawn, thank you for taking a few minutes with us here today. We're gonna talk to you off the air. When we come sure. back, though, we are gonna have. Andy, are you ready for it? Speaking of food, brother, it's time to eat the next car chef, John Dix. Coming up next. Yeah, baby. Want to maximize your driving potential? Drive Refine is the driver optimization program for you. Led by NASCAR winning driver Joey Coulter. No matter if you race locally, nationally, or on a simulator, with a little or a lot of experience, Drive Refine focuses on your tuning scale to optimize communication between the driver and their crew chief. Visit DriveRefine.com for more information today. Hey, this is former NASCAR driver Joey Coulter. This isn't your typical driver coaching. This is Driver Fine. This is Burning Rubber Radio. Now let's get cooking in the kitchen with the NASCAR chef, John Dix. And we are back on Burning Rubber Radio on the Performance Motorsports Network, Tantalk Radio Network, Wingding.tv. Wayne Owens, Handy Delay, hanging out with you on the show this weekend, brother. You know what yep. time it is. Time to eat, baby. I'm hungry, like yeah, always. Well, you're always hungry. I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with that. But uh, with that said, the NASCAR chef, John Dix, is in the house and on the horn. John, what is good, buddy? Hey, guys. Burning rubber, baby. Burning rubber, baby. Burning rubber, baby. All right. So, John, this week, uh, I, I, I hear you're, I hear you're uh, having fun with chickens. Yeah, I tell you what, Wayne, you know... Um, like always, when there's a holiday coming on, people always have leftover food. Mm -hmm. So I try to give them the recipe to take up, you know, to, something to do with that leftover food, like the leftover chicken they'll be cooking on the grill this weekend. Okay. Right. So, uh, so what? So what kind of what kind of fun stuff with chickens you got going on this week? Well, guys, we got an ultimate chicken casserole. Ooh. Okay. All right. Very simple, very easy to make. Um, when everybody gets off their holiday Monday or. Tuesday or Wednesday, and they're tired, and they got some leftover chicken. They can throw this thing together mm -hmm. and and do it right. We're going to start with two cups of cooked egg noodles, mm -hmm. two cups of chicken. You want it obviously cooked, shredded up. Even if it's got barbecue sauce on it, it'll it'll still be good. Two cups of corn. You can use fresh, frozen, or canned. One cup of milk. Two ten-ounce cans of cream of chicken soup. One onion. You want to dice it up. I like the white onion, but whatever you prefer, one tablespoon of garlic minced, one cup of shredded cheddar cheese, one cup of French fried onions, and salt and pepper to taste. Hmm. Now, guys, you want to preheat your oven to about 350. You want to coat a 9 by 13 bacon dish with cooking spray. And in a large bowl, you want to mix all those ingredients, the noodles, the chicken, the soup, the milk, everything. Mix it all up real good. Pour it in the bacon dish and bake it in the oven uncovered for about 30 minutes. It'll be done. That's it. And enjoy it. It's simple and good. That uh, that sounds tasty. What do you think, Andy? Sounds like a plan to me, man. You know I'm ready to eat it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you're always ready to eat. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Well, folks, uh, again, if you ever want to get a hold of the NASCAR chef and get a hold of that recipe, you can either find it on wingding.tv under the, daily, under the weekly show that is posted there, or you can always uh, reach out to John at Racing to the Grill. That's R-A-C-I-N-G, the number two, thegrill at gmail.com. And you know what? We haven't talked about this in a little while, but we're going to be putting something together at the end of uh, at the end of 2023 that is going to take all of John's recipes that we have to point, and we're going to be putting together the NASCAR Chef Cookbook. Yeah, that sounds like a plan, Wayne. So we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna get you we're gonna get you all hooked up on John's recipes in uh, in book format. We're gonna. I, I'm thinking digital, maybe more so than physical, but you know what? Maybe we'll get a few physical copies to folks and uh, maybe do it as a fun little giveaway for all of our listeners out there. So uh, we'll we'll figure it all out as we go along here. But, uh, John, you know we can't let you leave without those three famous words, brother. Burning rubber, baby. Burning rubber. Burning rubber, baby. All right. With that said here, folks, we're going to step aside. We're going to take our final foreign fuel of the show. And when we come back, we got some final news of the week and getting ready for picks coming up for the Lady in Black. I'm Captain Jeff Figures from Florida Fishing and Adventures. Do you want to constantly catch more fish, spend less time changing baits? If so, Monster 3X baits, jigs, and scents are the answer. Monster 3X baits are tough, durable, and resistant, which allows you to catch more fish per bait. The combination of the Monster 3X lure with the Procure Bait Super Scent, you would be landing more fish right away. Whether it's the Monster 3X Ultra Soft or the X Swim lures, Swim Shad, Paddle Tails, Crawfish, or the X Frog, Monster 3X, you'll always find it in my tackle box. Burning Rubber Radio is social. Like the show at facebook.com forward slash burning rubber radio. Follow on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash BRR underscore PMN. And on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash burning rubber radio. Now back to more burning rubber. And we are back on burning rubber radio on the performance motorsports network. Tan talk already network winging that TV. We know it's an Andy delay hanging out with you this week. And uh, Andy, it's that time to, you know, jump back into some final news of the week here before we get ready to round it out and head over to the lady in black at Darlington for the first race of the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. And I hate to say it, I I called it. Chase did not make the playoffs this year uh, since it was a must-win situation. Uh, granted, all the attrition, though, in Daytona did not help him at all. Didn't, not at all. And I've been saying it on the Burning Rubber Racing Report that Chase is going to have to win to get in, mm-hmm. which I personally... I think if someone misses that much, six weeks mm-hmm. of the season, he broke his leg, anyone that uh, they need to win to get in. And that's just what I think. Well, well, I mean, well, I mean, you're accurate on that statement because not only, you know, not only did he miss out on all the points, but even if he somehow would have made it, you know, you look at the amount of races that he lost, he would have, he would have still had to have had his playoff waiver amongst other things. So it would have been it it would have made things a little bit more interesting to see how that would have fared out. Uh, the one the one that I am surprised that did make it in is Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace, man, he he did it. You know, he was uh, he might be the last the la- one on the on the ticker, but he's there. He's there, man. You know, he he fought it and fought it out and made it by barely made it. But there on the last restart, he was hemmed up way back in 16th Mm -hmm. place. He couldn't move anywhere. The Fords had them all hemmed in. So, 
Uh, he didn't know until the start finish line if he had made it in. So yep. good on him. Because if I remember right, because I know Ty Gibbs got eliminated early on with the with the one big wreck on lap ninety six. Yeah, uh, good. But yeah, well, yeah, that doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Um, I mean, cause, don't get me wrong. I mean, Ty, you know, Ty, Ty is he's he, he's got racing ingenuity in him uh, as far as like the. Uh, He's kind of like how I used to say Bubba Wallace was back in the day. He could do great in Xfinity. He can do great in trucks. Cup, he just he's got some near top level equipment and just has not been able to perform at the top level this year. That's right. And uh, and I'm I'm gonna be honest when I say this, you know. And, and now my opinion is slowly changing about Bubba because the fact is he's actually shown a little bit of something this year. Ty needs to do the same thing. Ty needs to be able to show me that he is going to be a racer's racer in the Cup Series before I even consider saying he's going to be worth something. Ty Gibbs is all of his granddaddy's money. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what he. Yep. That's it. Yep, he's all. He's otherwise all he's just a punk. He's all. And he's all. It. He's all. He's all Joe's money right now at twenty years old. And uh, so, well, I mean, we'll see what happens in future seasons. I mean, he's he's still got contention for Rookie of the Year this year, so we'll see what happens and then go from there. But, yeah, speaking of other things we want to get back into, we, we touched on it during our first uh, first round of News of the Week here, Andy, and that being that our good buddy Carson Hosevar is going to yeah. be piloting the number 42 at Darlington uh, in place of Noah Gregson, uh, who, again, was released from his contract by request. Uh, due to everything going on with the sensitivity training and yada yada yada, but you know we 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 made the comparison earlier. We're gonna have to get Bobby Dale on that and let him know. Be like, hey, remember how Carson was Legacy Esports and now he's Legacy Motor Club. I, I honestly, I still think he is running uh, with Legacy. I haven't been involved in it for probably a year, year and a mm-hmm. half, but yeah, I still think he's out there running eye racing with them. Yeah, he might very well be. Uh, if we can ever catch up with him at a racetrack, we'll have to ask him and find out. Uh, but then uh, other things that we can touch on here moving on, going down to the Cars Late Model Tour. And uh, this past weekend, Andy, a big one for uh, our buddy Carson Quapple. Uh, he All right. Uh, he went from 18th to 1st in the last five laps of the race. Carson is the real deal. That kid's so cool. I love having him on the show too, man. He's easy to talk to, and mm-hmm. he can drive a race car. That that is so true. And actually, they were uh, where were they this past? They were actually at Wake County this past weekend uh, over in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. And and with that win, Andy, he picked up a cool seven thousand dollars. Good for him, man. He's still running junior stuff, right? Yep, he's still running JRM stuff. So good, uh, good, good stuff for Carson Quapple on that one here. And moving over now on the world of the NTT IndyCar Series here, Scott Dixon gets two in a row this past weekend with Gateway. Yeah, all right. Scotty Dixon, the kid, the guy's fast, always has been fast, and mm-hmm. he makes IndyCar fun to watch, man. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And, and you know, I noticed here looking at the article, too, they call it Gateway instead of Worldwide Technology Raceway. Uh, so that, that just tells you people still know it as Gateway. Like the WWTR, you know, that's one thing, but it will always and forever be Gateway because it literally the Gateway Arch. Right. That, that's, that's exactly right. 
yeah, I've always called the track gateway mm-hmm. too. You know, kind of like Indianapolis Raceway Park will always be IRP and not yep. Lucas Oil. You know, it's just what it is. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's like you know, again, you know, like WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. We've always known it just as Laguna Seca, or uh, or what is it, uh, Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. It's always been yeah. Road Atlanta. Road Atlanta. That's right. And so the the fact is, you know, the old guard is still out here knowing what these tracks are called just because they change up sponsors or other things like that. We're not always going to change with the time and call it by this much longer name. Uh, Well, there's some things. And now look at football, for instance, down here in the Tampa Mm -hmm. Bay area. Everyone knows Raymond J Stadium as Ray J. They don't call it Tampa Stadium anymore. So just some things that, you know. Well, and, and, and even then, like, uh, what is it, like Tropicana Field down there in St. Petersburg, you know, they, they don't really call that Tropicana Field. Uh, they, they, oh, I forget what they call it. but The Trop. Yeah, exactly, the Trop, yeah. So, you know, fo- folks, who, folks who live in these areas, uh, or even folks who have been around long enough, we know it by different names, and just because you're new or young or whatever the case might be, don't think we're going to change just for you. Yeah, really, man. And so that's, that's right. Old guys rule. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> that sounded like a horrible belch, actually. Yeah, it did. <laughs> that stunk, too. <laughs> uh, uh, another thing here with the <laughs> series here. Uh, it is confirmed, Andy, based on the injuries sustained and his concussion and whatnot. Simon Paginot is not going to be returning for the remainder of 2023. And, uh, and uh, Bloomquist is going to be in for Meyer Shank Racing uh, for the rest of the IndyCar season. Man, I didn't know he took that hard a hit. I, did, I knew he, was, he took a hit, but, man, that's, I'm glad these teams, not only in the IRL but NASCAR and everywhere else, are taking these concussions mm-hmm. so serious because they are so serious. They, they really are. They, they really are. There's no doubt about it, hands down. Um, also, one other thing we're going to talk about here, too, speaking of concussions, and uh, folks, you pro- folks have, uh, by now with us airing on Saturday over on Tan Talk or later on in the week uh, with all of our affiliate radio stations, again, we tape our show on Mondays. Uh, but this was actually brought to light yesterday, Sunday, on uh, Kurt Bush's uh, Twitter page. And it was, a, I'm not going to lie, it was a very emotional video. But Kurt has confirmed, even, even, even off, really off candor, really, uh, working with his doctors, that uh, there are going to be too many challenges to get him back to a full 100%. And with that, as of uh, as of uh, July or excuse me, August, what is today? The twenty eighth. So as of August twenty seventh, Kurt Busch is now one hundred percent retired from motorsports. From the Cup Series, that's what he said. Well, from the Cup Series, but but even then, his doctors have already said it's going to be too big of a road to hoe to get him back to one hundred percent. You watch, mark my words, you'll see Kurt Busch back in some type of race car somewhere someday. Well, I, I would certainly hope so. I mean, even, even if it's just late models in the Cars Tour, you know, I would love to see Kurt racing somewhere again. Uh, but one thing we do know is that he has been working with, uh, with Kyle's son, Brexton, and giving him a lot yep. of pointers, too. So even if not on the racetrack, or not, even if not in a race car, he's still out there, you know, teaching Brexton the way, the way of motorsports, which is really cool. 
talking to Brexton, did you see that video out with uh, Kyle talking about the future for Brexton and him? I, I haven't yet, but I need to. What's what's going on with that one? Well, the, he said it. He said when uh, whenever Brexton reaches 15 years old, mm-hmm. he's going to put him in a truck and, uh, you know, not in all of the, a part time in the truck. Right. But he wants to retire when he's 15 and run a full season in the trucks so that he can claim a cup series, Xfinity series and truck series championship. Okay. I I have seen that video. Yeah. That was a couple of months ago, actually. Okay. I just saw it recently, but that made me happy because I'm like, yes, I want Rowdy to run the trucks full time. And if he does, he'll win that championship. I'm telling you, he'll, he'll smoke them, smoke them easily. And, uh, and, and, and plus it'd be fun to see him have a triple crown of championships when it's it just to fun him. to see him in the truck every weekend, spanking people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and actually, you know, what's funny. Speaking of spanking people with the win that Chris Busher got, uh, this past weekend at Daytona, you know, he now has the triple crown of wins. He is one on a short track, a road course and a super speedway all in one year. That's awesome. Good job, Chris. We love you, man. Good job. Yep, so some good stuff there. And one last thing we're going to touch on here real quickly before we get over to picks for the Lady in Black Darlington, and that being the ARCA East Series this past weekend here, running over at the Milwaukee Mile, and William Sowalich, another guy that we know very well, dominates at Milwaukee and extends his ARCA East points lead, Andy. Yeah, he did a butt kicking over there too, man. There was nobody near him when he come across the start finish line. So good job, William. Yep, good job all the way around there for William Sawalich in the Arca East series. But with that said, here, folks, we have got ourselves over to picks now for the week. And Andy, uh, my pick, I forgot to update it, so we'll just ignore what picks on screen. I'm gonna go with a different pick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a cop out. Yes, I know it's a cop out, but hey, you got pick number one, my friend. Chase Elliott, man, he's coming back to show him how it's done. Well, yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to wait and see if he can pull it off at the Lady in Black this weekend. Here, I am actually going to go with John's pick. Now, again, folks, when you're watching the uh, episode on Wingding.tv, you're going to look at the graphic and you're like, "Hey, wait a minute, he picked somebody else. No, that's not fair." Um, but my pick for the week is actually going to be John's pick, which was uh, Kevin Harvick and forever. So ignore the fact that you're seeing Alex Bowman on your screen right there. I hope Alex wins this thing so I can throw this up <laughs> in your face next week. <laughs> hey, if he wins, I, I, I would gladly take it having it thrown back in my face. <laughs> I will eat crow for changing my pick last minute. I will gladly eat crow. Uh, Taylor Burris got a pick in this week and, uh, I, w- I was giggling all last week when I heard Denny Hamlin not doing good at all. So uh, not winning the regular season championship, which, by the way, congrats to MTJ, yes. Martin Truex Jr., regular season champion in 2023. He went from not making the playoffs at the same time last year to now being 2023 regular season champion. I'm going to call it now. I got a good feeling he is going to take the overall championship at the end of the He's playoffs. He's going to be tough too. to beat, man. So... But uh, uh, Taylor is going to go with Denny Hamlin this week. Zachary Murtis got a pick in. He is going to say that Busher is going to go for number four this weekend at I Darlington. I wouldn't put it past him. I would not put it past him either because that'll give him I a, hope so. that that'll give him wins on all four 
types of racing surfaces, including the intermediates, if he wins this yeah, weekend that's right. at Darlington. Coming up here, NASCAR shift John Dix. Your pick is up, sir. Well, you know, we talked about it before already, Wayne, and I'm going for Mr. Happy Harvick. Yes, sir. Happy Harvick, number four, forever. And... Yeah, that's just because he's, he likes your cooking, John. Be quiet, Andy. Oh, be careful because he, and John, 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 well, no, I, I won't say what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, and then Bobby Dale Earnhardt actually got a pick in this week, too. He's going to go with Buck K and Brad Keselowski uh, for this weekend at the Lady in Black at Darlington. And, uh, man, Andy, can you believe an hour's already gone by? This is the fastest 60 minutes in motorsports. I know, right? It's the fastest 60 minutes in motorsports here on all sorts of different platforms, folks. We're on radio. We're on digital. We're on television. Wherever you are, it's still the fastest 60 minutes in motorsports. But with that said here, we have got to get ourselves out of here for another week of Burning Rubber Radio on the Performance Motorsports Network, Tantalk Radio Network, Wingding.tv. Thanks to our guest this week, Don Perdue from the NHRA Jet Dragster Series. And for the NASCAR chef, John Dix, Bobby Dale Earnhardt, Taylor Burr, Zachary Murtis, Andy DeLay, I am producer Wayne. And until next week, guys, we love you. Burning Rubber, baby! Burning Rubber, baby! Burning Rubber Radio is a production of the Performance Motorsports Network in association with the White Lightning TV Studios in Statesville, North Carolina. This week's episode was produced by Wayne Owens. Remember to visit BurningRubberRadio.com for news, recipes, and more great content. Burning Rubber Radio may also be downloaded from our podcast site, PMN2.com, or from Spotify, iTunes, or Google Podcasts. The opinions expressed on this show are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect those of the Performance Motorsports Network or the Scorpion Radio Group. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of the Performance Motorsports Network or the Scorpion Radio Group.